according to the uh, Bureau of, of Labor Statistics, during uh, May, 20.5 million were unemployed. That was 13% of the total working population. And, um, and that was up from one of the lowest points of 3.8% of unemployment in February. Uh, do you feel, how many of those jobs do you feel are gonna come back now that we're opening up again? I hope all of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, nice. You know, and like last year, I love talking about the low unemployment rate that we had. It was so great for the country, for our economy, for our region locally. You know, my I want to say like 75% of the jobs will come back, but my gut's saying 50%. I think, you know, this time kind of allowed a lot of companies to look at their overall approach to their business and find out who's really needed on staff and who isn't. So they can kind of like trim the fat a little bit. So I don't think all of them will come back, but I do think there will be other types of positions that will be created and formed, you know, after we kind of get through all of this what we're living through right now. Welcome back to the Healthy Business Podcast. I was just taking a look at all the interviews that I uh, uh, put together over the uh, quarantine and now the phase out period and uh, over those uh, 21 interviews, I, uh, I realized that two thirds of them were with millennials. And you know, that made me feel good because uh, over the three months, we've, we've seen a lot of depressing news. And even today, the way the news is, is, is just pushing out the doom and gloom and it makes you uh, very depressed about the future. It's very easy to get caught up in that depression. However, when I saw all those millennials, all those very talented millennials, that made me feel better because I thought to myself, if that, if that group is any indication of what that generation is, and I believe that group is an indication of that generation, then they have this. They're, they're taking over and I feel confident that they're going to bring this world into a, uh, uh, a direction that's going to make it better. And uh, I also believe that uh, Gen Xers, once in a while, we help out too. But speaking of very talented millennials, next up, I have Lauren Lewis. She's the partner at Staff Buffalo. And if you don't know who Staff Buffalo is, they are recruiters and they find incredibly talented people for your business. So next up, Lauren Lewis, partner at Staff Buffalo. All right, I'm here with uh, Lauren Lewis. She's one of the partners at Staff Buffalo LLC. Lauren, thanks for coming in. Hey, why don't you start off by telling us a little bit more about yourself and uh, tell us a little bit more about Staff Buffalo. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me, Tony. My pleasure. I'm glad to be here today. So I'm Lauren Lewis. I'm one of the partners at Staff Buffalo. Like Tony mentioned, Staff Buffalo is a full-service recruiting company, and we focus on direct hire staffing, temporary staffing, um, in any really in the industry. We focus on the positions that are office-level admin up to the C-level positions. So we work with our clients to help them find the the best person to fill an open position at their company, and um, our goal really is to kind of help them with any of their hiring needs. So not only is it helping them staff, but now, you know, with everything being virtual, helping them kind of coordinate the virtual interview process and preparing that, coaching hiring managers on how to conduct a virtual interview. What's the best platform to use? 
So we can really try and be that resource and that partner to our clients to help them with all their hiring needs. We also talk to job seekers all the time about what their career goals are and what they're looking for in their next career move. We help them with resume formatting or interview workshops for interview prep. We do a lot of different things to kind of provide that whole approach to helping people find their next job. We can't find a job for everyone we talk to. I wish we could, uh, because we only really work on the jobs that our clients hire us for. But we always we want to be a resource to them in as many ways we can to kind of help them maybe even just think about what their next job might look like, or help them with some resume advice to help them get their foot in the door for an interview at, a, at their next their next job. So excellent, excellent, yeah, very good. All right, I'm going to start with a bunch of statistics here. Unemployment statistics uh, uh, for the for the uh, the whole country, according to the uh, Bureau of of Labor Statistics, during uh, May, 20.5 million were unemployed. That was 13 percent of the total mm-hmm. working population, and um, and that was up from one of the lowest points of 3.8 percent of unemployment in February. Uh, do you feel, how many of those jobs do you feel are going to come back now that we're opening up again? I hope all of them. Mm, that'd be <laughs> um, nice. You know, and like last year, I loved talking about the low unemployment rate that we had. It was so great for the country, for our economy, for our region locally. You know, my I want to say like 75% of the jobs will come back, but my gut's saying 50%. I think, you know, mm. this time kind of allowed a lot of companies to look at their overall approach to their business and find out who's really needed on staff and who isn't. So they can kind of like trim the fat a little bit. So I don't think all of them will come back, but I do think there will be other types of positions that will be created and formed, you know, after we kind of get through all of this we're living through right now. Yeah, that's interesting. Thank you. Mm -hmm. It'll be, it'll shift for sure. It's going to be a constant evolving world we're living in, especially when it comes to companies and jobs and the economy, it's going to continue to move and evolve. And I think the people that will come out strongest on it are the people that can adapt and are, will be a little bit more agile to yeah. career opportunities and their, and if they're a business owner to their businesses and adapting as needed. Yeah, that's good advice. Um, of those that were unemployed, it seems like women were affected uh, more than men, uh, 14.3% of uh, the unemployed were women versus uh, men, 11.9. And actually, if we drill down to minority women, 16.7% Asian, 17.2% Black women, and uh, 19.5% Hispanic. Why do, you, why do you suppose it's affecting women more than men, this unemployment? I think a lot of it comes down to the industry. So I think a lot of women work in industries that are not essential. There's hospitality, education. I mean, those are industries that were really hit hard mm. by the COVID outbreak. Um, so I think that has a lot to do with it. The other fact I'm hearing a lot more I'm talking to candidates, specifically female candidates, they're home with their kids. They have fit mm. family. So a lot of times, you know, with kids not being in school or having their summer camps or their daycare, you know, however they had their childcare set up, a lot of that is not happening right now. So the, when it comes to the parents, a lot of times the mom has to make that decision to stay home 
with the kids. They can't go into an office. And if their office, their position requires them to go into work physically, they can't work remotely. A lot of times they just, they just can't do it. I've talked to a lot of candidates who've asked me that question. If it's, if a position is remote or if it requires them to be in the office and if it requires to be in the office, candidates have said, I just can't do that right now. My kids are home. I don't have childcare. My significant other's job is essential. So they're still working. So they, they kind of have to navigate all that is going on. And I think that is what is leading to the higher unemployment rates for women in particular. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a good point. Um, hopefully, hopefully we never have to get quarantined like that again. I know. I hope uh. not. Like <laughs> that, you know, the three months that we had to do so far was we got through it pretty much. We're not through it yet, but I, I don't want to do it again. That's for sure. Oh, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, admittedly very tired of Zoom meetings to be quite <laughs> You know, we talk about that too. It's like the Zoom fatigue. It's like, you're on Zoom meetings all the time and eventually it's like you get sick of looking at yourself like on the computer screen and <laughs> Yes. Yes indeed. We're humans. We like that physical interaction where you see someone and can yeah. shake a hand or give a hug. <laughs> yes, I agree. I High agree. five and can't do that now. I look forward to that. I look forward to that. Now if we bring this down regionally, Buffalo fared worse than than America with 19.2% unemployment. That's almost 1 in 5 unemployed in the two county Buffalo metro mm-hmm. area. Why why do you think that's the case? Buffalo always seems to get pre- hit pretty hard when it comes to like economic recessions. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that we've Although past couple of years we've been boasting we've had a great economy and things were happening in Buffalo, and they were. It was getting exciting. They were having this renaissance, but we still just weren't quite there yet. And I think there are a lot of companies that maybe haven't adapted to the changing times. They haven't adapted to remote work. And in that case, then they just kind of they struggle with it and they don't they don't they don't move forward and they're employees are affected and laid off or furloughed. Um, and a lot of it do, does come down to industry as well. I mean, you look at a big company in Buffalo, like Delaware North, your head, they're headquartered here. And a lot of their business revolves around tourism, hospitality, sports, and all of those industries were affected. And there are so many people that have worked at Delaware North that had, that were furloughed and got laid off. So I think, you know, that takes a big hit to our economy as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, thank you for, for that. Mm-hmm. What was the hiring envi- environment like during the quarantine? It stopped, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of companies were trying to figure out what to do, how to handle this the quarantine we're all faced with, and social distancing, and were they essential? Were they not essential? Who could be in the office? Who, to work, who has to work from home? How do you work from home? So we had a lot of things in process right before quarantine hit in mid-March. We had a lot of job interviews in process for candidates at clients, and then it just stopped. And a lot of the clients' reasoning was they had to lay off their own internal employees so they couldn't hire new people to come on. And they had to kind of figure out what was going on and how to continue to move, continue to move their business forward during quarantine. About mid-May, I did see a shift. I think people kind of got over that, like, oh my gosh, what do we do? 
what is happening right now um, mentality. And they, they realize, okay, here's what we, here's who we need. Here's what positions we need to fill. And they are starting to kind of move forward again with the hiring process, which is really exciting to see, but it, yeah, it really just stopped for probably two, two and a half months. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You know, many of my clients are, are struggling right now, especially the ones uh, that are, uh, you know, some of the lower wage type of uh, jobs that they're struggling with that extra $600 unemployment mm-hmm. supplement and they can't compete with it. They, they just no. cannot compete with it. And, uh, all, and then there's other uh, employees that, that just, just come out and say, hey, I want to I wanna stay home and collect that $600. Yeah. What kind oh, of yeah. advice do you give to uh, a business owner like that? You know, it's hard. And I just, I'm just honest with them and upfront about it because that is something we're seeing all the time. The state is paying people essentially to stay home. They're encouraging people to stay home and not work. The extra $600, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And, um, but there are the people out there that do want to work. So I try and talk with our clients to coach them through that. Like, hey, like, especially if it's a lower level job. I talked to someone yesterday looking for, to pay, for, looking for a position to pay someone minimum wage. Well, if someone's getting unemployment, they're making more than minimum wage just right. at home. Um, so I just tell them it's going to be hard gonna be hard to find someone with that going on but the people are out there there are plenty of people out there that still want to work or for whatever reason just they can't collect unemployment I've talked to people who couldn't collect so they want to just they they want to be at a job earning earning money and so they they are out there you just kind of have to weed through a lot of that yeah yeah what do you a lot of the a lot of my clients also are are recognizing uh, the ones that don't want to come back, the ones that want to collect the $600. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if they realize it sometimes, some of these employees, that that they're really risking their future. Um, mm-hmm. Do you ever do you ever find yourself talking to them or what advice would you give to them? Because uh, clearly when they're asking to stay home, the owners are thinking, well, these people really aren't part of the team. Yeah. I think it's a great way to find out who your motivated employees are. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to realize, okay, who really wants to work? Who's going to be committed? Who's going to be, you know, who's going to show up for the long run? Who's going to be here? You know, you don't want a job hopper. You don't want someone just to come in, fill a seat for a week and then, you know, leave. Cause yeah. you waste a lot of money, a lot of time. Um, so it is a great way to find out who the motivated employees are and who wants to be there. Now from like a, candidate perspective from that job seeker if they're not motivated to work they're probably not even going to show up for like their interview Mm. or anything but if it is a company that has furloughed their employees and laid them off due to covid if their job is back for them and they offer it back to them the employee pretty much has to come back or else they won't collect that they can't collect their unemployment anymore Mm -hmm. so you know the, the job seekers have to kind of get back to work at some point because it is not going to be there. The unemployment track's not going to be there all the time. And that job's not going to be there for them if they don't go back to it. Um, so they, they do have to kind of be motivated, but the motivated ones are the ones that, that will get the job and will yeah. be hired. Yeah. Does this come back to that 50% you, you had mentioned at the beginning that you thought that maybe about 50% of those jobs will come back. Um, 
is that where this is playing into it? Is that the owners are, are seeing that they can get more out of less essentially, or they're more productive employees perhaps? Yeah, I think that's definitely part of it. I think, they, they, like I said earlier, given that company's opportunity to trim the fat, they find out, okay, who's productive and who's motivated and who do we really need? Mm-hmm. Like working for us. And if they can you know, realize that they might not need someone or they really, they weren't pulling their weight entirely. Well, they're not going to bring it. They, they're not going to bring them back, and the position's really just going to be, you know, eliminated. It gives up. It gives the companies a great opportunity to kind of reorganize, right now, and yeah. really, kind of help steer their companies towards better efficiency as well. Yeah, yeah. What are you seeing now? From what perspective? From the perspective of you know what what industries are coming back, what kind of uh, hiring are you seeing now yeah. begin to pick up again? Yeah, so we're seeing a lot um, customer service type roles. We're seeing accounting positions, human resources positions, positions in the legal field, um, and then like paralegals, legal receptionists, hmm. all those types of positions to kind of they're really essential to keep businesses running and functioning. Um, the support staff, support can be, is huge for companies. So I see, we're seeing a lot of those positions right now. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so does, does it, is it, is your business now coming back uh, stronger than it was or about the same as last year at this point or? Um, it's, it's getting back to where it was at this point last year, we were really busy um, last year and, you know, the past two and a half months that were just so quiet with no hiring and now everyone's starting to hire again it's, it's getting there which is which is exciting we're getting busier and busier every day yeah that's great do yeah. you think that with uh now what will probably be more unemployed is it gonna be easier to find good candidates finding good candidates i don't ever want to say it's easy because mm-hmm. sometimes they trick you you think you have a good one and then they, they trick you they mm-hmm. say what you need to hear because they want that job. So we really always try and you know vet the candidates out for, from every aspect. And if we tra- tell our recruiters, hey, if you get a bad gut feeling about this person or if they're not responsive to you, if they don't you know, show up to an interview on time with the recruiter, then we're not gonna put them even at an interview with one of our clients because if they can't show up for us, they're not gonna show up for a client. And then that's waste everyone's time. So um, there will be more available candidates, that's for sure. I mean, back when the unemployment was low, there weren't a lot of available candidates. So, you know, we always talk to our clients about the passive candidate market. So those candidates that were, you know, actively employed, not looking for their next job, but open to it for the right opportunity. So we, and that's a lot of the type of people that we work with as it is. We work with those passive candidates. now, because the unemployment rate is so much higher, there's going to be a lot more people available to work. So then it's going to have to come down to really kind of vetting out who the great candidates are. Interesting. To fill the role. Yeah. How now, now uh, is, is, is uh, Staff Buffalo back to the office or how are you managing coming back now? Yeah, so we're not back yet. Um, we, I, we've been working remotely since March 16th and you know we've adapted we've always been set up to work remotely we always wanted to give our team the opportunity to work from home if they needed to so we've been set up for that we have 
everything like linked to the cloud. Um, so they can access documents and files from any place. Our phones, you know, they can, all, they can do everything from their cell phone. They get their work number forwarded to the cell phone so they can take and place all calls right from their cell phone. So we've been set up for it, which has been great. Um, our recruiters are working part-time just because of the down, how you know, down it was for hiring for a while. Now that it's picking up, we've brought back three out of four of our recruiters and they're back part-time. And then hopefully in the next month, we should be back to full-time, especially if we keep up with how busy we're, we've been getting. Yeah. We definitely will be. Well, that's great. That's great. Yeah. You know, you had, you had mentioned a little uh, earlier in the interview about how people need to be more flexible today. Mm -hmm. Can you kind of go a little deeper on what you, you mean by that? Yeah. So I think, like I said, Buffalo's kind of been behind the times with remote work. Mm-hmm. And it's really has forced companies to adapt to it, to get pe- their employees set up to work from home. And I think there's going to be a lot of employees that like having this option now. They like the flexibility of being able to work from home. Some employee, employers that we've talked to have noticed increased productivity in their employees who are working remotely, and some haven't at all. So, But I think when everyone kind of goes back more to normal and goes back to the office, I think that companies are gonna have to offer a benefit of the option to work from home, at least sometimes. Now they're set up for it, they can they could do that. I think it really will help them attract great candidates and great employees and help keep them at the company. I think people really value that now. And just with everything going on, the, people are valuing a lot of the simple things. Families, their house, their kids, going for a walk outside. And I think the companies are gonna have to adapt to that to allow them to keep these great employees, keep them engaged and keep them happy and, you know, kind of offer that work-life balance. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Lauren Lewis, one of the partners at Staff Buffalo LLC. Lauren, if uh, people want to get a hold of you or, or learn more about Staff Buffalo, where do they go? They can go to staffbuffalo.com. They can also follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, um, but staffbuffalo.com is definitely the best place to go to learn more about who we are and what we do and see all of our open positions that we have. Um, they can always contact me too at L-L-E-W-I-S at staffbuffalo.com. Excellent. Yeah. And you guys do a good job with the social media as well. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We do it all in-house. That's all us. <laughs> oh, wow. Good work. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> well, Lauren, thanks again for coming on. We really do appreciate your time. Absolutely, Tony. Thank you so much. You take care. You too. Have a good one.